I am Pastor Corrine Boroff, Senior Pastor at Anderson First United Methodist Church. Thank you for listening to our worship service today. If you want to learn more about this church, visit our website at andersonfirst.org. Have a blessed day and enjoy the message.
look here. You who say, today or tomorrow, we're going to a certain town and I will stay there for a year. We will do business there and make a profit. How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It's here a little while, then it's gone. What you ought to say is, if the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this or that. Otherwise, you are boasting about your own pretentious plans, and all such boasting is evil. Remember, it is sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. want you to use your imagination this morning for a few minutes. Just imagine that every morning you had this bank account. And every morning in your bank account, $86,400 was deposited. Now there were strings attached to this bank account, this amount, every morning. You see, it was there for one day. At the end of the day, whatever you did not use or withdraw or use effectively would just disappear. There was no carryover. You couldn't put it into the next day's account. You also couldn't use more than that out of your account. You couldn't use uh, tomorrow's deposit today. You had just that specific amount of money to use. So what would you do? My guess is every one of us would use every last penny of it, right? Yeah, we'd find a way to withdraw that and use it so that we could use it effectively in our lives without losing it. Well, that's not so hypothetical, you see. You do have an account, and every morning, 86,400 seconds are deposited into your life account every morning. And at the end of a day, whatever you haven't used, you lose. You never get them back. If you waste them, they're gone. You can't draw them out. You can't save them for another day. You can't invest them into tomorrow and and carry them over. You see, God has no rollover minutes. We use and we have each day's amount of time. Each day's amount of time to use effectively. It's a gift. And we can't have any more. We can't use part of tomorrow's time today. It's just today's time. It's a gift that we have been given. And there are specific ways that we can think about using this gift of time. And I want to use the word time, those four letters, T-I-M-E, as an acronym to describe that for us this morning. First, the T, we are to treasure our time. It is the most precious, the most valuable gift that you have. It's valuable to you. It's also the most precious and valuable gift you have to share, to give away. 
It's been said that it's non-refundable, it's non-transferable. Uh, it is yours to use. If you choose not to use it, you lose it. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why they call it the present. You've heard that. Yes. That's why they call it the present. It is what we have right now that makes a difference in our lives. The time you have now, the time you have today, and each of your todays to come is your time, and you are encouraged by God to treasure it. It is a gift. We have a reminder in Psalm 90, verse 12, that says, Teach us, Lord, to realize the frailty of our time, the brevity of our time, that we may grow in wisdom. In other words, if we recognize that we have this limited time, there's no getting it back. Once it's gone, it's gone. We have this limited time, and God, give us the wisdom to use it wisely. Our whole life, to use each moment by moment wisely. And you see, we look at that because the second, the I, is to invest. We are called to invest our time. Billy Graham says it's beautifully. For those that understand the, the world of business and markets will appreciate this. He said at one of the commencement speeches at Wheaton College, his alma mater, he said, "God, time is the gift God gave us to invest. People are the stocks that we are to invest in. Whether they are... Um, Sorry, I can't think of the word. Um, whether they are important stocks, whether they are penny stocks, or whether they are junk bonds. You see, what we invest in, what we invest our time in, shows what is important to us. God understands that a lot better than we do. So how we invest our time matters. It ought to matter to us. It does matter to God. And it matters to the rest of the world. And so what is this time that we have? 168 hours a week. On the average, a person will spend 56 of those hours asleep. 25 of those hours eating and personal hygiene. 52 of those hours with work and other obligations, which leaves us 35 hours a week. And basically, that's about five hours a day. If we were to tithe our time to God, if we were to tithe our five hours 
of discretionary time to God, that would be about 30 minutes a day. Not too much time. Not an overabundance of time. It doesn't dominate our lives, and yet it matters to our lives. 30 minutes a day is a tithe of our discretionary time. Every week. Every day. It matters. There was a young man, 37 years old, in Sweden. His name was Fred Colton, and he created a special watch. It's called the Ticker Watch. It's spelled T-I-K-K-E-R, if you ever want to look that up. On the market today, when I look this up, uh, you can purchase this watch for $59.99. It just came out in 2013, and from what I've read, sales are pretty good. The ticker watch is a very special kind of watch. It's also been dubbed the ticker death watch. Because what this does is he took an algorithm of the average person's life in seconds. He has adjusted that to show up on a watch. And it accounts for every second of every day for the rest of your life, if you are an average person that fits this algorithm. Now that could sound kind of morbid. Oh gosh, I've only got so many seconds left to live, right? <laughs> Sounds kind of morbid. But the creator of this said, I wanted people to be aware of their time so that they don't waste it, recognizing that it is one of the most priceless gifts that we have been given, that God has given to us. And so the company that created this watch, on their website they have Persons who wear this watch show the world how much they appreciate every second of their life. Because you are aware of it. And that's something God wants us to be aware of. We do have limited time. That's not meant to be morbid. That's actually meant to be celebratory in that we do have amounts of time. And we can choose how to use that. And you see our scripture this morning from James 4 relates to our M of time, managing our time. Stephen Covey wrote The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. You've heard this. It's, a, it's been around for a long time. But in that book, I mean, it's a lot about time management. That's become a real thing. There's people who uh, have degrees in teaching others how to manage time. And Stephen Covey in this book says, we don't truly ever manage time. Time continues on at its pace. We can't regulate it. We can't 
slow it down or speed it up or postpone it or put it on hold. There is no managing time. What we do is manage ourselves. And that's what James was talking about in his writing this morning in chapter 4. The passage that we read was addressed to a situation we would have no clue about, but back then, merchants would move into a town for a year. That's what it's talking about in verse 13. They move in town for a year and they make their money off the people in that town because whatever they are offering, whatever craft, whatever uh, opportunity that they bring to that town... A year is about long enough to take advantage of what the people will buy, will invest in, will purchase. So they stay a year and then they move on to another town. And there the same thing happens. And what James is talking about here is that your life without God in it is like a fog. You might stay in one place and make a whole lot of money, and you might move on to the next place and do the same. But without God participating in how you're using your time, it's nothing. It does not matter. And his message is that we should use, we should manage our time in sync with the will of God. Now, we could do a whole sermon series on how to figure out the will of God. But reading scripture and listening to God are primary. Live our time connected to the will of God. Manage our time. And then the last, the E. We have our uh, E for enjoyment. To enjoy the time we have. It's a gift. In my studying scripture, especially the New Testament, where I kind of watch and listen and, and study Jesus throughout the New Testament, the Gospels, it has really impressed me that he's never in a hurry. He doesn't worry about time. And yet this was a man with an agenda set by God that would change the world. And yet it tells us in the Gospels that Jesus took time to basically smell the roses. He paid attention to the flowers and noticed the birds. He took time for the children, which in that day and age was just unheard of. He took the time and used it in obedience to God. And it changed the world. And God's message to us is that we can do the same. I think one of the miracles that we truly miss, one of the miracles of multiplication, we always focus in on multiplying of the loaves. 
But do you know, Jesus invited his disciples, 12 human beings. And if we were to count out 12 of you, it's just a small portion of those of us seated here. 12. 12 who had 24 hours in this day, no more and no less than you and I. And because of their obedience to God, because they managed their time in union with the will of God, we're here today. We're here as Christians. There are Christians all around the world worshiping God this morning. God multiplied their gift of time and the impact that their time, their limited time on this earth had in the world. And you know what? If God can do that then... God is alive and well and doing the same today. God can take our lives. God can take our time and have the same kind of impact in our church, in Anderson, in Indiana, the United States, and even in the world. We don't understand how, but God can do it. The disciples didn't understand how, but God did it. He used, they allowed God to use the gift of time they had. They treasured it. We should too. They invested it. They managed it and they enjoyed it. So how is God calling you to use your time? How are you going to respond in using your time? Something to consider this morning is what you have in your bulletin. If you look through this, these are the ministries that are just within the body of this church. These are not the only ways to invest our time for God, but these are examples of your saying that going, I don't know what I do. Well, look. If you physically, sometimes we're, just as Paul, the spirit is willing, but the body is weak, Right? We can lift up in prayer each day the ministries in this book and those who are giving leadership. You see, this is not, oh, if you're interested, just call it church office. That's not what this is. You have a contact name and number for every ministry in here. If there's something that we ought to be doing that we are not yet in using our time for God as the body of Christ, let us know. If you want to lead something that that hasn't begun, let us know. 
God will honor your gift of time.